This is Truth Be Told. Hey everyone and welcome finally to season two of Truth Be Told. We just want to thank all you truth tellers who were trying to log in on YouTube. We are so sorry. We love your faithfulness. We're super excited. We feel like there's so much uh, power and hope on this next topic that we're going to talk about. It might be difficult for some of you to be part of the conversation, but our hope is that you would leave here with encouragement and excitement and also Mm -hmm. to hope for the future as moms. So we're going to talk about motherhood today. We're going to talk about fear, loss, disappointment, and what people didn't tell you. Now, we posted this on our Instagram and we got some pretty fun, interesting comments that we will share throughout the show, you guys. But we want to make sure that you're interacting. You are the sixth co-host. So don't forget to comment, say what you feel, Ask any questions, and we're going to try our best to make sure that we can answer those today at the table. So we're going to jump right on in, and we are going to talk about maybe from a mom's perspective, not maybe, but for sure from a mom's perspective and a non-mom's. Now, we have one mother at the table, (laughs) and the rest of us are in process. (laughs) We're still waiting for this one to get married over here. So So we have a lot of different um, perspectives that we're going to share at the table. So just wanted to talk to you guys about uh, and pose the question, what is something that you fear or feared about being a mother? Like just fears. What are some fears? Well, I definitely have FOMO. I am afraid. <laughs> I, I seriously am. This is a conversation my husband and I have all the time. He's like, like let's talk about kids and stuff. I'm like, but there's so much more I want to do. And I genuinely do feel like I'll be missing out on a lot of things Mm. and like you just hear stories of people with kids like their kids and their families and they're like kind of shut-ins and I'm like um I want to go do this long list of stuff and I feel like if having kids it would be like that boundary or that wall that stops me from like fully living my life and that I will be missing out And that's, like, one of my fears. Aside from the physical stuff of giving birth, (laughs) which obviously I'm terrified. (laughs) Like, missing out is, like, a big one because I I love my independence and I love just focusing Mm -hmm. on my husband and I. And I love being selfish, if I'm being completely honest. (laughs) Because I don't have to worry about anyone's poopy bum and I don't have to worry about being home on time for nap time. Like, it's my time and it's about me. (laughs) (laughs) well I remember like a really like a really big fear that I had was and I didn't realize it was a fear honestly I think like before I got married I was like oh my gosh I want to be a mom and I can't wait and I'm gonna have kids x amount of kids and do the thing and everything like that but once I actually got married I felt like man I'm in a very committed safe relationship I feel like I'm set up for success here Mm -hmm. like this would be the perfect time to be like yeah let's have the kids but I was so afraid you guys I was so shook and I was like Everything within me felt like it was on lockdown and I didn't know why. And then all of a sudden I had these thoughts about, oh my goodness, like when I have kids, like I won't be able to pursue my career or like, you know, my goals are going to change and like, I'm not going to be able to pursue my passions and the things that I enjoy and I love. And then I realized that, man, that first of all, that was a lie because that's not true. And I didn't understand where it came from at first. And then, man, love my mom. My mom's amazing. And 
But when we were younger, she would say, hey, you know, can't wait till you guys get older so I can finally do what I want to do. And I didn't realize as a child growing up, that was communicating to me that children hold you back. And mm-hmm. so I really had mm-hmm. to go through some inner healing for that to, to really find some freedom and get over that. Now I'm at a place where I'm like, I can't wait for children. I'm super mm-hmm. excited. Yeah. Like, I feel like it, it's whatever you make it. Mm-hmm. I feel like children are very flexible and like they can absolutely like yeah. just kind of come into your environment and just kind of easily like exactly. mesh with your life, you know, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be yeah. necessarily one or the other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a yeah. Yeah. Um, so I single think it's a little different for me, <laughs> but I think that my fear is just like, <laughs> why do I cry? Like, is that? Gonna, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that going to yeah. happen for me? You know, like. And, um, yeah, it's just a real question when, like, the opportunity isn't, um, or the option isn't (laughs) an option right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, wow, sorry. Um, I'm okay now. (laughs) Um, yeah, I think that it's just, like, the the fear in that is, like, oh, am I going to have that opportunity? And, um, for a long time in my earlier 20s, I was also, like, I had really extreme, like, menstrual issues um like and like pain and it's just it was just really crazy and it still is and so for a long time though my I like hid behind this defense mechanism of just saying like I don't even want kids like because I was afraid like something was going on inside my body mm-hmm. where I was like mm-hmm. I, what if I can't even like have them you know so I'd be yeah. like oh I'm, I don't care I don't want them um and then so it's like over the last couple years or so I just feel like I've but, like, I need to get rid of that lie and that fear and, like, work on, like, getting my body, like, healthy and, like, figuring out what's wrong um, and just, like, realigning it. And so, um, yeah, so those have been my fears of, like, motherhood. One, I guess they all <laughs> roll into, um, is it possible for me? Um, it's another so, kind yeah. of FOMO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. I'm the opposite. Age, yeah, I'm at this age where it's, like, oh, I have FOMO with, like, friends, like, getting pregnant and, like, being in that stage of life. Mm. And it's, like you're so happy for them, but it's, you know, sometimes there's that little sting where it's like, oh, I can't even, like, be in this season with some of my closest friends. Mm. <laughs> no, no, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, so those are the fears of a single older 20s. For opposite <laughs> <of the> spectrum <laughs> for promo. Yeah. Jen, we love you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. You're no, always sure. so brave. <laughs> like, you literally are always so brave, and you're amazing. Thank yeah. you. And, like, your body is whole healthy and habitable and you will have children and you're going to be the most amazing mom ever and that encouragement (laughs) is for anyone out there that's watching that maybe feels the same way that jenna's feeling like your body is healthy whole and habitable you will have children like your dreams of having children will happen and so we just want to release hope to you today um enjoy in this whole process and journey so yeah 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 Anyone yeah. else want to share any fears? We do have some people uh, that had some things that they had to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. Now, now I will tell you. Okay, so these were the responses about. <laughs> now we have we have two perspectives here. We have some moms and some non moms. But that was the warnings. We won't go there yet. That's that's coming. Yeah, that's yeah, coming up. Yeah. But non moms, do you want to share some of the some of the things that some people okay. shared? Non moms is uh, oh afraid of accidentally getting pregnant since I do not want kids. <laughs> fear of momhood's just not interested. Okay. Uh, someone just said sometimes. 
Uh, I'm just saying it came up. My vagina ripping to my butthole is a fear. <laughs> Renee, is that Do you possible? Speak to that? Do you want to speak to the possibility? Well, I actually can't speak to that because I had three C-sections. Okay. So. Oh, good, good for I, you. Good for you. <laughs> I have heard stories, though. Yeah, um, I hear it's it's a possibility. Well, we bless uh, everyone. Everybody. And we bless everyone's down there region. I do have a great tip, though, for some people. Oh, yeah, that. tips, tips. Okay, tips. it's not quite legal in America yet, but... <laughs> It's sketchy. It's I love it already. Um, but you sketchy. can get it in Canada and you can in Australia and in most of the European nations. <laughs> okay. So it is in developed countries. Um, I know this is, it's I called cannot. an epi no. And so it stands for episiotomy no. Um, so it's to help you not tear or not need an episiotomy. So if you don't know what an episiotomy is, it's where you actually get cut in order for the head to fit out down there. Yeah. Um, but what it is, it's this little, it's a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> and you put it in and you slowly over the course of like six weeks um, pump it up and you stretch your perineal and you stretch the muscles it's so that you're science. not yeah and so it's actually like when you're ready you've already been stretched to that size that the baby can fit out without tearing and everyone that I've spoken to who's used it and done it correctly has never had tearing with it so <laughs> I know Dr. Renee Dr. Renee this is so fun <laughs> I love this I segment. did it but I didn't need it so I <laughs> can't you're say you're a movie and it pops <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> it's pretty heavy duty silicon grade. Like <laughs> I also anyway. I also have heard that putting coconut oil Oh, yeah, like, you're supposed to moisturize. Yeah, you're supposed to mm -hmm. moisturize down and there. And massage. You can do special massages. Massage. And I'm sure husbands won't mind helping with the massage. So. Uh -huh. oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Just fun fact. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, there, there's a lot more fears, actually. Window of Ooh. opportunity, having closed... Um, and still leaving a legacy. More Ooh, let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah, that's real. Go ahead. Let's expand on that. <laughs> Windows uh, of opportunity. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, I mean, that's a, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, to that so like, so that. like women who have are past the bearing age, you know, or yeah. feel that they're past the bearing age. However, I have seen crazy miracles where women are past the bearing age Didn't and they have children. Didn't have a kid at 50? At 50? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. it's so surprising, like, even thinking, oh, maybe you're past the age, but I've seen so many miracles where people have, like, had children, yeah. like, past the age of, like, bearing children, which has been so yeah. crazy cool. And there's other options now available, which is cool. So there's an op there's options of surrogate. Um, yes. So if your body is maybe not in that stage and if you have eggs, um, if you've prepared ahead of time <laughs> and frozen some, um, and then, you know, your husband can still have a natural baby through surrogacy. Yeah. Well, there's adoption, adoption. you know, and I know that mm -hmm. adoption is kind of, mm -hmm. some people are like all for it and others are like really holding on to the dream of their DNA child their DNA baby and I yeah. totally get that as well so I think the great thing is is there is options and I'm just such a big advocacy for adoption yeah. there are so yeah. many kids in the foster care system who need like a mom and dad or just some really um, mm -hmm. strong stable people to come in and surround them and yeah so good. there's such a great need and so for us to be able to step into that place to fulfill that need yeah I think like it's great to have children any way you can. There's something just beautiful on choosing a mm -hmm. child and adopting a child. I think that there's it's really special. So yeah, I love that. and Thank just a uh, Holly North star really quickly. Holly okay. North commented on here. Shout out to Holly North watching, um, and she said she's 
is she too old for this conversation? She said she's post having kids, which was so fun. Um, and she just said that it's better to wait if you aren't ready for motherhood because it requires selflessness. And so, but she said it's mm. so worth it. So I love that she's saying that because it does require, you know, sometimes I think we just think, okay, we're going to have a kid, but it does require us to have some type of, okay, relinquishing of, you know, yeah, just thinking yeah. about ourselves. And so mm -hmm. I think that's really smart that she's saying, hey, just be prepared, you know, because it is a selfless thing, but it's totally worth it, which I think is beautiful. I think the other side of that coin is you're never going to be truly prepared. So if you're if you're also waiting to have all your ducks in a row before you have a That's baby good. and you think that you've got it down and you're just waiting for that perfect moment, there's actually no perfect That's moment so to have good. a child. So I, I say that because I have a lot of friends who are like, well, I want to do this, I want to get this done, I want to have this done. And I'm like... That's awesome. And you just have to weigh, is that more important to me than having a family? Uh, so because real. children are not convenient. Like whenever you have them, it's not convenient. <laughs> it's worth mm -hmm. it and it's incredible. But in order to have all your ducks in a row and have the perfect timing for a child is so highly unlikely going to be the case. Yeah. Um, that you also don't want to wait too long to have all your ducks in a row and then miss opportunity yeah so there so is a true. flip side to that and I do I 100% agree with that but all for those even for the whole like oh I want to wait I want to have all this stuff done and this stuff done I'm just like cool yeah. if you want to do that stuff you know that mm. I think it's valid and I think waiting is great I think if you're like yeah. maybe starting to get into mm. your 40s or your late 30s and you're still waiting then you probably need to assess if you actually want to have children or not and if you do then do it yeah you know that was one um, of our most like it, just browsing through the comments because we got so many great comments so thank you so much but that was I mean just over and over like I'm afraid you know of of giving up something or that it's time or that my husband won't look at me right but even to speak to that too like I know that a lot of people even delay marriage and delay other things because they're like, oh, I want to have my ducks in a row and mm -hmm. whatever. But there is a beauty of building. Like, there's yeah, a beauty of building so family true. in yep. every single season. Yep. And, like, I know that my parent, my mom was super young. Like, she's told me even recently, like, I was so young when I when I had you and I felt like I made so many mistakes. And I'm like, Mom, I don't remember. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, you know, we didn't have a lot of that's money awesome. and all this yeah, stuff. Like, that's so not much. what I remember yeah. about my childhood. Like, yeah. I remember just having such a beautiful family. And, yeah, like, of course, you want it to be easier, you know, as easy as possible. But yeah. also, your hormones definitely get you ready to stare <laughs> at a baby for a very long time. Like, I was talking to a friend who's... Um, who's really ambitious and um and she was talking about how like you know it's been really weird for her in this season like having just had had a kid and she's like now I just stare at my baby all day and I'm like this is all I want to do I don't care about going to work and like we're both Enneagram threes so we're like oh, oh my gosh I love it yeah Jen you were going to say something before I think I like oh, told Holly's comment yeah. um I was just going to say like for people who are in the wait or um who have this desire to be a mom like you can still have an impact on like yeah on like yeah. you can still have a motherly impact on someone yeah without being a mom and it would never yeah. like fulfill that desire you know to like be a mom yourself but um like I'm an aunt and I just feel like you know 
to combat the the comparison and the jealousy that I get with friends who are getting pregnant. It's like, oh, I can actually like partner with this legacy that this family is building and, you know, be a great aunt to your kid. And like, you know, just like, yeah, yeah especially if you're in like a waiting season where you like hope for that to happen. It's like That's great amazing. preparation. Um, and it just completely fights um, that lie of comparison and the attacks of like, you're never going to have this where it's like, oh, until I have this, I can partner with this, a mom who's doing something so well yeah. um, and just be a part of this kid's life mm -hmm. growing up. Too. Yeah. So, and it, it's, it's not the same. I'm not saying that, but you know, yeah. you can still be a part of a legacy. Yeah. Yes. Like, I love that. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why I'm like so taking my time because I did live with my sister, my brother-in-law for a season with... They had two boys at the time. Now they have four boys. <laughs> but um, Full house right there. <laughs> I love the the two oldest boys that I got to live with. It was just like something else. And I, I love and adore all four mm. boys. But I definitely recognize how your life does shift. And there was a level of joy that was so different from like not having nephews and not really getting to be an auntie. And then realizing that there's no such thing as a quick run to the grocery store mm -hmm. and I can't just grab my <laughs> stuff and get out. I uh, like, cause I would take care of them for a wh little while. And I was like, Oh my goodness, my shirt's dirty now. So let's go change that. And it, yeah. Like, it opened my eyes to the responsibility, but also for the love that, yeah. like, grows as an auntie even. Like, it's different mm -hmm. than, like, when someone's like, look at my kid. I'm like, great. <laughs> you don't care about your kid. <laughs> but, like, my nephews, I'm like, look at this. Look at this. Look at yeah. this. And, like, you times that by a thousand. Yeah. That's what you I You know hear. when you're the parent. And it's like, I know it sounds so cliche, but... In my mind, nothing is worth more than raising children and the joy that they bring into your life is worth every sacrifice of responsibility, every sacrifice of, of anything that I can imagine. And so I have a lot of dreams. I'm like a very ambitious person. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm going to change the world, you know, yeah. and I just, I, as much as I love and have such a value for all of those things, they just pale in comparison to my role mm. and my, so my, <laughs> the joy that I get from being a mom. And so... And I think that you've just got to maybe sometimes change your mindset as well. Like, I don't know. I was kind of brought up in a culture where babies don't limit you. You just, if you're going to stop your life and put your life around your child, then yes, they limit you. But if you're just going to welcome a child into your existing life, then they don't so have good. to limit you. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, yes, you do have to have nap times. But my husband and I traveled like um, itinerantly. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be my favorite part. Listen, that's going to be my favorite part. But I mean, you know, my kids by the time they were four had been to 32 like international trips, had been to 27 different states. So we traveled 150 days of a year with our children when they were toddlers from six weeks old to four years old. And like, you, it's hard. Is it hard? Yes. Have I had children projectile vomit on airplanes? Yes. Like, have <laughs> I had all of that stuff that is like from horror stories? Yes. Mm -hmm. But it was insanely amazing and I wouldn't change a thing. I would never change a thing. And so you don't have to stop your life to have children. That's so beautiful. You just have to invite your children into the life you're already living. It's beautiful. Which I think She's we get it we get around. I love it. Well Travis said and I, I think he said this as well. As we started talking about, you know, down there, what happens, he was like, this got really real 
real super fast. So, Travis, I think you're probably one of the only guys watching. Thank you for watching. <laughs> Please share your perspective with us. We want to hear how you're feeling. Do you feel uncomfortable? Traumatized. We want to know. Traumatized, maybe. <laughs> Mariah Norris says, so good. So, we're just getting a lot of great uh, comments and things. So, you guys, keep the comments coming. Keep the questions coming. We want to make sure that if you have a perspective that you want to bring to the table, we want to share that with everyone that's watching. Um, Chris, you're going to talk about a poll that we did, right? Yeah, okay. okay. So uh, there's a poll we did. It says, if you got pregnant, would you follow the 12-week rule and not tell in case of loss? And 47% of you, so we got kind of almost half and half here, wow. said, yes, you'd follow the 12-week rule. Wow. And 53% said, no, I'd tell everyone, so meaning everyone right away. Um, and I can speak to this, uh, kind of personally right now. Well, really personally right now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, recently, which yeah, kind of sucks because we were going to do this on YouTube and now it's on Facebook and now it's on my Facebook. So sorry if you're in my life and this is like you just finding out about this, but, um, but. I love you. I know. <laughs> you're so brave. <laughs> yeah, no, but recently my husband and I, um, lost a baby. Like we were pregnant and we wound up, um, yeah, miscarrying. I hate that word, but that's the word you use. Um, and you know, I told, I told people like when I, you know, was pregnant, I told people in our immediate life, I know we, we had a photo shoot and I told you guys, cause I was like, you know what? I want to tell people, um, that I know that if something bad happened would walk through it with me. Yeah. Like it's, so it wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to broadcast it right now. And, and it wasn't really waiting for 12 weeks because I don't know to each his own. Like I know some people are more private than I am as, as people. And so mm. this isn't me being like, everyone needs to do this. But I do know that walking through that and walking through that, it, it really is a loss and you really do grieve. And yeah. like, just mm. e even if you keep it silent, it's not less of a loss, you know? And yeah. so like my husband and I were just talking last night and we were like, wow, we're so glad that like, even when that happened, like we had uh, we had someone in our life, like, come to the hospital, like, that night and be like, listen, I just want to encourage you right now to lean into community. Like, don't keep this to yourselves. Yeah. Like, I really want to so encourage good. you to do that. And we're so grateful that we did because, like, we had space to be messy and we had people around us. And, like, I had a friend the next day show up to my house with, like, a juice and coconut water and, like, people sent flowers and I told clients and that made it, like... I got to actually like get some space with work and mm. I feel like um it's it's not like it, it's never easy but I do think that going through that process with loved ones around us and, yeah. and checking in on us and all of that made it a lot more um I don't know it just let us process it better versus mm -hmm. like simmering underneath and then just being like the silent pain you know and so yeah. I know that that's not how everyone processes things but for us it was the best way. Now, you know, we did wait a little bit, like, to tell family and stuff like that, be like, about being pregnant, more so because of, like, holidays, and we were like, oh, we want to, like, share it in a fun way. Mm -hmm. um, so, unfortunately, we didn't get to do that um, with some family members, but I just want to encourage you that, like, if you feel pressure to uh, not share in case of a loss, and you do want to share, <laughs> go ahead and share. Yeah. Um, and if you have yeah. gone through um, pregnancy loss, miscarriage. I say, I hate these words like yeah. pregnancy loss. It's like yes. you lost a baby. Like yeah, in, come in on. My, I saw a baby's heartbeat. And yeah. so to me, I'm like, I lost a baby, yeah. but, um, sorry. No, <laughs> no I'm okay. going to cry. No, no I was okay. like, I'm not going to cry today. I won't do it. So, um, 
I just want to encourage you, like, not to keep it to yourself if you don't feel like that's for you. You know, if you feel like, um, like, I want to honor this life, um, mm-hmm. and, and that's, like, your conviction, then, like, I would say please please share it and don't keep yeah. it to yourself. Don't feel pressure like, oh, I was only, you know, even if you were, like, I don't know. I mean, you don't really know after two weeks. But even if you're only, like, a month along or something yeah. and you, like, it... it Someone told me, they're like, they asked me, they're like, how far along were you? And then they said right after, they were like, miscarriage is always devastating. And I'm so grateful they followed it up because I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you for not being like, oh, yeah, it's so much, you know, I mean, it. I'm sure it's definitely worse to like get full term and have a stillborn and, and, and all that. But um but yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm just it doesn't negate. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't negate. It's a tragic. And guys, I yeah. want to tell you, like first and foremost, like the way Kristen's talking about it, you might think this is a while ago. Like this was recent, guys, within the past two weeks, the last two weeks. And so, I just want to. I'm getting chills down my spine because the courage and the bravery that you have to come on here and like as she was thinking about you anyone who would watch this right now who who would begin to watch it we had a conversation and she said if it will even help one person Mm -hmm. and so I just want to I just want to tell you I'm so proud of you for the courage you have to come share your story and so soon Mm -hmm. um and Man, it's just so encouraging. Like, you're just such a powerful woman to be able to just kind of share that story and help anyone that might be watching. And guys, like, reach out to me. Like, I I mean, there's so many things that even just, I feel like I became an adult really fast. Like, I was already an adult, and I was like, whoa, I just grew up really fast. Um, So if you just want to reach out or anything like that, and if you've gone through something similar or just want to talk or anything like that, like, please don't hesitate to reach out. Yeah. And Joy uh, said, this is so helpful. I love this. So... Um, we have Aaron Torres, our, I think our only other second guy on here. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Um, but yeah, and so if you if you have experienced any loss or you know you resonate with Kristen's story, please comment if you're watching. Comment if you watch us later. Share your story. We wanna we wanna hear about your story. We'd love to share your story um, on our platforms just to encourage people um, and just want to let you know, like just because you had that situation, you went through that situation, doesn't mean that you can't have a child and that you won't have a child. You will have children and you will experience what it's like to mother someone on this side. Um, And we just, we literally just want to bless your bodies and, and we just, you know, yeah. just speak health over your bodies. If anyone is struggling with any type of, you know, um, bleeding or hormonal imbalances, like Jen was sharing, like we just bless your bodies and we just, we just speak wholeness over your bodies right now. And we just declare that your body is whole and that you will experience motherhood. And so, um, we just want to just encourage you guys in that as well. Um, we have a quick testimony on here. Someone wanted to share. Um, Aaron Torres actually he said, my mom wasn't able to have kids because she had a lot of physical problems growing up. She ultimately uh, could not give birth. And um, she, he said, God blessed her with two twin boys. So he is just saying God does amazing work. So it's really beautiful that, you know, she's twins. Like that's like crazy. And you yeah. said... I know. I'm like, now I want twins. (laughs) Yeah. If anything, I'm like, I was really afraid, you know, and we talked like when we met here at the table, like, I mean, we didn't meet at the table, but we were like super tight before and now we're tight. um, But I was like so afraid of having kids. If anything, that whole experience made me realize like, wow, I really do want this. And like, honestly, to to speak to even back into those fears about like, oh my gosh, like I just want to live for me right now. Like as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I was like, 
let's do it. Like, my whole, it was like, it's all consuming in, like, the best way, yeah. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Erin, yeah. thank you so much for sharing that story. Yeah. That is so encouraging. And if you guys have any more stories to share about miracles, miracle births, or mm-hmm. miracle children, like, we want to hear that because we want to encourage uh, men and women because this is not just a women thing. Men, like, we want to encourage you as fathers yeah. um, to can encourage your wife and to you know, just literally just love on each other and just enjoy the season of uh, trying <laughs> and also to, <laughs> and also to conceiving and, and all the joys of those things. So um, Jada said she's crying but celebrating the beauty, the beauty that the show has brought to so many people. Wow, she says, so much strength in this group of women and that she loves each of us. So thank you, Jada, for the support. We love you, girl. We can't wait to have you back at the table. <laughs> yes. um, and then, uh, you know, we actually did a poll and asked some questions and <laughs> this was really where it got really interesting. <laughs> And Renee, since you're the mom at the table, we want to start this question with you first, and then we're going to start sharing some of our followers' comments, and you can kind of tell us if if that resonates with you or not. But what are some things that people did not warn you about? Wow. Well, gosh, I have a really good group of friends and a really tight group of friends who actually had babies before me. So I feel like I got a really good, um, a good grasp on some of the things to come. Um, but as I say, I actually had, um, a cesarean section with my first and then cause I had my second so close together, just 13 months, I wasn't able to have a natural birth afterwards. I had, a, had to have another cesarean then mm-hmm. in California after you've had two, you have to keep having them so I I don't know any of the downstairs kind of stuff that happens (laughs) like the tearing and stuff like physically I've never experienced that but um like oh my gosh no one told me that my nipples would bleed. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, everything in me yeah. just wants to curl into a ball. <laughs> no, like, that wasn't remembering that pain. <laughs> like, your nipples crack and bleed, but yet you have to keep letting this little human suck on them. <laughs> and it's like torture, and your toes curl under, and and then mastitis, like when you get a blocked milk duck. Oh, I have a tip, though. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay, tip. I was in Germany the Tips first time. <laughs> <laughs> I keep pointing to like my. <laughs> okay, this might get a little graphic. Don't worry, I won't flash you. But I was in Germany when I had my first case of mastitis, and um, so I told them because we were staying at a host home, and I'm like, "Oh, I have to go get some medicine, you know, all that kind of stuff." And they're like, "Oh no, go get yogurt," and I'm like, "Like yogurt? Like what you eat yogurt?" She's like, "Yeah, get yogurt." like a Greek yogurt that has probiotics in it. And so the lady's telling me, and so I did. And so you put Greek yogurt all over your breast and then you get a hot, as hot as you can get it washcloth and you wrap it in, um, over the top of the yogurt wow. and you sit there until the, the washcloth has gone cool and the probiotics actually pull the infection out. And then Whoa. you feed, you breastfeed as soon as you've pulled, you've taken it off, you breastfeed and it releases wow. the clogged. Stuff. That is We're all fascinating. fascinating. That's phenomenal. That literally, that's yeah. such a great tip. Because I've otherwise, so you have to go on antibiotics, and yeah. that getting into your stream and then the baby's stream—it's just not. I mean, if you have to do that, you have to do that, and you should do that. But if if you don't, and there's natural ways to get around it, then. Yeah. yeah, I just wow. want to interject that our audience had a lot to share about the the no one tells you things no one tells you uh, that were physical. So hemorrhoids, yeah, I know, and bloody nipples, yeah. feeling so vulnerable and raw. 
uh, oh. every muscle would hurt head to toe after labor, and uh, that they'd be a human jungle gym. But <laughs> yeah. here's the thing, though. We also got, oh, and they can break your heart, too. But mm-hmm. we also got a comment from someone to encourage you that despite all that, someone said, having babies is addictive. I want more smiley face. It and is. this is somebody who has five kids already. Yeah. So I'm just throwing... And it's killing it's it, true. by the way. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I know someone had even commented yeah. about mom guilt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, we don't know mom guilt yet, but what is that? Oh, yeah. What is it's that real. like? Can you speak on what that experience is like and maybe yeah. encourage some people out there that are maybe feeling yeah. that and experiencing that? Well, firstly, I think that kids are way more resilient than we give them credit for. So you're not going to break them. Um, I'll just put that out there because sometimes we overcompensate by becoming helicopter parents, if you've heard of that. Or just yeah. holding a like baby. Just yeah. hover over you and stuff. And it's like, actually, here's even a good thing. It's like a kid who has a major fall and hits their head in their first two years of life has a greater um, sense of adventure and risk as an adult than those who don't. Because wow. they, I'm just gonna they throw my kids. Well, I mean, we I just throw our kids right. down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Do not comment. Do not comment. We're not going to throw children down the stairs. We promise. No, we are not. <laughs> but it is real. I work. So um, I work. I work two full days in the office, and then I work nights. When sometimes when my kids are gone down, I work on weekends. I have to do um, different events during the week. Like I've been gone. Um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night uh, this weekend, and I'm about to be gone Wednesday night as well. And it's my job, and so I don't really have like a way out of some of these engagements. Um, and then you got to socialize and have a life as well on top of that, which makes it hard. Yeah. So you do, you know, like my kids even today when I was leaving the house, they're like, "Mommy, don't go!" And I'm oh. like, oh. and it does. It like breaks your heart a little bit, and you're like, and it's not because like you're upset at them but like you realize how much they love you and how much they want you to be there and you're just like oh my gosh I want to be with you too you know so it definitely like is a bit of a wrestle and some days I feel like I'm killing it and I'm like doing an awesome job at being a mom and other days I feel like I'm doing a really crap job if I'm honest and I'll be like Joaquin our kids watch TV for three hours today because like and he'll be like that's okay like we win some we lose some like and he's like so good he's constantly telling me you're a great mom like and and even for me like I had a mom who worked so I grew up with my mom working and it was actually so refreshing for me to see that my mom kept pursuing her dreams and what she wanted to do even though, you know, she could have chosen to not do that at some point. Yeah. Some points yeah. she couldn't. Some points she had to work multiple jobs for finance reasons because um, we didn't grow up with a lot of money. We had a great childhood, but we, we didn't, I mean, we weren't like millionaires. We didn't just jump on airplanes and go on vacation and stuff. But um, <laughs> we did road trips and it was awesome. Some of my best memories. But so I actually think that a mom who pursues their dreams is showing their kids like just such a healthy way of doing life. And so honestly, as long as I think you're not um, so focused on a career and and selfish ambition that you're neglecting them, then I actually think it's really important for kids to see their parents chasing after their dreams. So good. Yeah. And I'm a better mom for it. (laughs) You were going to say something? Yeah, I I was. um, I like, you know how they were, you guys were asking that question about, like, well, what did they not tell you about motherhood? I feel like with social media, I've been, like, 
I read so many posts and stories where I'm like, well, that's cool. Now I don't <laughs> want to have kids because you've just written this long rant about, like, all these little things that have gone wrong for you. Mm. And it's really discouraging. Like, I get it's being real, but it's it's also very, like, it's in a very public platform. It's not with someone that I'm close with. And I'm mm. like, okay, well, you just talked about how you feel, like, this negative way towards your kids or you're like this is like the real stuff and I'm like that's great for being real but it's also very I don't I don't I don't know how to say it. it's like from it's someone who doesn't have kids yeah, it is yeah. discouraging yeah. Yeah. and I'm like yeah. well ew <laughs> oh thanks for telling me everything that's wrong with your body right now yeah. and now I'm like well kids are ugh. <laughs> well you know what you know what should encourage you is the fact that a lot of people don't stop at one so there's got to be something there's some there. reason yeah there is that's a reason. actually <laughs> very very true because if it was as awful as people said it is then we wouldn't have people with so many children no, so people it's not about awful marriage. at all <laughs> yeah people just yeah. don't know yeah. how to use social media uh, and they're being stupid <laughs> and also yeah. too I feel like, like you don't need I the world to know that like shh put it back in I think sometimes <laughs> maybe like social media is like maybe she was going to connect with like another mom you know yeah. and, and it wasn't her trying not to someone who's like trying to convince you know because it can be a really encouraging place where I don't think For we sure. have to I don't think we have to connect with every single person no. on social media yeah. so if that's her outlet to find connection like Maybe it's just... Like, but I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You know, yeah. like, where it's... Yeah, it'd be the same if someone were to post all the terrible things about marriage. I'm like, you know, it's just like, oh, maybe this isn't for me. This isn't encouraging. Maybe you unfollow them. Yeah. You know? yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. just... Yeah, and and also social media is weird. Like we, yeah. we get to be responsible. We love and we hate we, it. What we read and what we. But we've we, taken yeah. away yeah. real connection, and I feel yeah. like those kind of conversations need to happen in real life to real faces, where you can actually do something about it and encourage mm -hmm. one another. And I think. Yeah, I think sometimes we've found it hard to find community in which we have those conversations. And so our venting and our only outlet is social media. And mm -hmm. yeah, I have a very different view, I think, on social media than a lot of people. I'm yeah. like, I think a whole lot more people need to zip it. Yeah, <laughs> But I think also, too, there's a balance, right? Yeah. So it's like, I actually love when people are telling me like it is because I'd rather, whether I know them or not, I just rather hear a bunch of different perspectives. And yeah. then this way I can kind of just you know deal with it in my own process but then I do like that if there's an encouragement yeah. in there yeah. like I yeah. wouldn't want to just hear here's all the negative here's yeah. all the negative sure. and then right. not have sure. a positive sin. but I would love it if it was like hey here's what here's what you may or may not experience and like yeah. because everyone's experience is not going to be the same like you shared you're like well I couldn't I didn't have the tearing because right. I had a c-section you know or mm -hmm. everyone has their own different experience I think it's the way for me the way I would receive it it would be better if it was like okay here here's the real deal but hey this is what's cool about it and I yeah, this totally is really agree about if you're not it, you know? leaving them oh, with yeah. hope yeah I think that's where it is like I yeah, don't I mind totally people agree. being real yeah. absolutely but I'm like if it's just to kind of dump on everyone who'll listen yeah, without giving any hope or without giving any constructive or positive yeah. <laughs> reinforcement then yeah. that's where I'm like I don't think you need to do that on social media exactly yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree and we like, had sorry we're gonna oh, say well I like this isn't me saying I don't love authenticity and I don't love people being real like honestly it's gr it's great knowing some of the things about motherhood but then I'm mm -hmm. like 
Do you want to know about it? I don't want to be terrified of every single thing yeah. and every potential possibility. Not really. But yeah. then again, I have the power over my screen and what I put on it. But I'm In just, your mind. Yeah. That's yeah. too. Yeah, like what you consume, what you read. Yeah. Like I know some moms who are literally like, I am not going to read any books. I'm not going to. I'm Because they're. Look, before social media, before there were actually books that we had access to like crazy, women just had children. Yeah. And they just gave birth and they didn't know really what was going to happen. They didn't have all yeah. of that. And I know there are some women, it feels like it's a movement. They're just like, look, I'm not going to read any of that stuff. I'm just going to enjoy the process. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, feel take things it out, no, take it real, as it is. Next time I get pregnant, I am not doing any apps. I like, I've already said this to myself. Like, I, I might have like a book to be like, oh, normal. but <laughs> I like, I feel like you just become obsessed too, yeah, anyway. It's and I'm true. sure it's, it's, I asked my friend, yeah. I remember being like, how do I deal with this fear all the time? Like, is this normal? Is that normal? What's happening here? What's happening there? And then my friend, she told me, she was like, uh, that doesn't go away once your baby is born. Like, That's welcome rough. to parenthood. You know, yeah. like, you are going yeah. to be afraid all the time. But you, have to control yeah, like your yeah. mind and what you can see. I think a great tool is a doula. So I would say mm -hmm. that to anyone who's Ooh. considering having a baby is get a doula because doulas are doulas because they love babies mm -hmm. and they love <laughs> childbirth. And so they're going to tell you, so, like they're going to give you all of the knowledge, but they're going to give you a lot of hope and they're going to give you great stories and they're going to just tell you how amazing it is. Yeah. So I had a doula awesome. and that I could ask questions to and she'd had five kids and I was like, what happens here? And she would tell me, like, she didn't shy away from giving me the nitty-gritty if I wanted to know. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, she was just like, you know what? You can't be married to your birth plan. And I really was. I so wanted a natural labor that I actually got really discouraged. I was in labor for four days. Wow. And by the end, I was kind of delusional. And I'm like, this baby's never getting out of me. <laughs> and they're like, you have to go in and have a C-section now. And, yeah. and I was like. Oh, and I kind of felt like my body had failed me mm. in that moment, if I'm really real. And I said to Joaquin, I'm like, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to do this. And he's like, hey, the, you know, the, back to the basics. The most important things are that you're healthy and the baby's healthy. That's and so, so good. Our doula was able to walk us through so much stuff that some people get from books. Other yeah. people get it from apps. But yeah, yeah. there's it's it makes such a difference when there's a heart behind it and that yeah. there's a person who loves babies and loves yes. childbirth yes. and is so for you and championing you in this process. How so early so do good. you do that? Um, I think that we got ours around, um, we were about halfway, okay. so about 20 weeks. And it was because I wanted a water birth mm -hmm. and I needed to have gone through birthing classes mm -hmm. in order to do that at the hospital that I was going to. So I had oh. to go through it and I chose a doula to do my birthing classes with. Yeah. And no one talks about too, like the waiting as well. Like, cause yeah. it's like, there are people who are probably watching, um, you know, and this is kind of what I'm walking through and out my journey is, is the waiting. It's the process of trying and yeah. waiting when you look. And it's funny cause Chris and I were talking about that and we were at dinner and she actually encouraged me to delete my apps because I, you know, my I'm husband, I know. it's so true because I, and it's not like I was being like a psychopath about it, but I definitely was very intentional. It's like, you know, you know, for my ladies out there that are tracking with the apps, you know, you have your ovulation, you're tracking your cycle, you're doing all the things. Like, you're, honey, it's, yeah, time. it's time. It's time. And my husband's like, oh, I'm always ready, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> we can <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, it's like, um, you know what I mean? Like, they're always ready, you know, but it's like just being intentional. 
about it and like I felt like I was going kind of too hard on it and it just felt like a little bit too much for me uh, and we've been trying now for five months and you know we, we haven't you know had you know a positive yet but we're hopeful that that will happen and we really are just trusting um, that we will be parents at the right time and like just yeah. trusting the process and just encouraging each other and the thing that I did very soon and it was probably by accident but I just blurted it out we were hanging out with a group of friends of ours and I was just like well we're trying to have a baby and like everyone got really excited about it and the cool thing about that whole um kind of blurting it out it invited people in so yeah. now people will come up to me and they'll be like you know I'm thinking about you how are you doing mm -hmm. and like just checking yeah. in on me which yeah. I didn't realize I actually needed yeah. and I think had I not invited people even in the process or even in the waiting yeah. like I think I would have felt so lonely in it you know yeah, and so it's so crazy enough. because all my friends are getting pregnant I mean I'm going to baby showers my brother's having his second baby I'm getting a nephew you know it's just everyone's having these babies and you know sometimes it, it, it's really difficult when you've been trying for a long time and you're like oh like when is when is my time and I definitely had to you know wrestle with those feelings mm -hmm. of, of disappointment but like really quickly just being like you want to know what like my time is going to come and when it does yeah. people are going to celebrate me so I want to be the biggest yeah. celebrator for yeah. everyone else yeah. you know yeah, so and so it's like if you're waiting like don't wait to celebrate other people like yeah. celebrate them yeah. be there for them like just bless them with gifts and like just love and all the things because your time is going to come and you know people are gonna love and celebrate you as well so yeah Oh, that's so good. I agree. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I agree because, because when your time comes, you want that too. Yeah. You, know? yes. you want people to exactly. freak out and celebrate. And like, I, I've seen people get pregnant and people be in the wait and not respond, you know, um, how, you know, if you were to print, announce something like that and, yeah. and people not respond in, in a celebratory way, you know, it's hurtful and people notice it. And it's one of the biggest moments of your life getting pregnant, like any milestone, you know, so yeah. it's it's always a choice. Am I going to celebrate or am I going to make this about me? And yeah. sometimes it's, you got to get really ugly and get really real. Come <laughs> on. Like, I'm making this about me and it's not about it's me. Not. <laughs> like, that's exactly it's really it. not. And you, you so know, true. that's where you go to a third party friend who has no, you know, relation to the situation. Yep. You're like, I'm being really ugly right now in yep. my heart. And like, like, I'm making this about me. I just got to get it out there. Or you wrestle and you journal it out. Whatever you got to do. Um, but you bring your best, like, your celebration yeah. to the situation. For sure. So good. For sure. Yeah. Someone had commented, are you scared of judgment from people on the way that you mother? So this could be, like... For you, obviously, Renee, because you're a mom, but, like, would you guys who don't have kids yet would be afraid of judgment from other people the way that you parent? No. The way that you mother. I feel like I've seen so much negativity <laughs> that I'm like, okay, this is stupid. The only people I really care <laughs> about are the stupid. people I have personal <laughs> relationship with and anyone else, whether it's someone at the store, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, building myself up to, mm -hmm. like, get that thick skin mm -hmm. I need. Or, like, the, the nipples for an illustration. <laughs> Toughen up. And, like, I in my life now, I don't want to be worried about the stranger making judgments about me. Because they don't have a voice in my life. They don't know my kids yeah. or, like, my future kids. They don't know me. So how... Why would I give them a place to cast judgment in my life? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So I feel I, I like to hope that I won't care at all, <laughs> and I'll be that mom that just shows up as it is, and I'm like, whatever. I feel like you, you are will. gonna be that. Like I just, Perfect. I just feel like you're already <laughs> even that way, just in general. Like you know what, whatever. Like I just feel like you're so that way. And when you're a mom, I feel like that's gonna be so encouraging for other women too to see like that you're not gonna be moved by that kind of stuff. Like I just see you being that inspiration for women, like in motion, yeah. like actively, like so people will give you their advice. Yeah. So I hear it. Oh, yes. You can put it oh, yes. Yes. in the comment box <laughs> in the garbage. <laughs> That's where you can put it. In the rubbish bin. In yes. the rubbish. Rubbish. We're gonna flush that. I actually don't because I've invited people into my life to give us advice on parenting. because uh, yeah. we've seen the fruit of their kids being raised oh, yeah. and now yeah. living like awesome lives and it's and really um, a unified family unit um, yeah. with grown up kids and so my husband and I have a lot of mother and father figures apart from our mom and dads who on both sides are just phenomenal um, and so we we ask for advice and we are open to them speaking into our lives but we're giving them permission to do so and mm, so yeah. for the, all of the people who want to give advice or judging I'm like and I think when you become a mom hopefully you become a whole lot less judgmental because oh, you realize yeah. like I think before I was a mom I was like oh my gosh I would never feed my kids Lunchables yeah <laughs> like I still don't really like it but I mean at the same time if someone does I'm like oh I've got no judgment on you because I know how hard it is to just raise children so if you're gonna yeah. feed them Lunchables yeah. feed them Lunchables whatever works for you you know like you've just got to do you yeah. and live by your standards and yeah. I think just not worry about what other people think because the reality is, is people are always going to judge you. That's yeah. true. It's yeah. just whether you yeah. let that have influence on you or not. And again, I think you actually have more grace as a mom yeah. um, because you're like, oh no, I, you, I, you, you watch like a toddler having a meltdown in the, you know, in the supermarket and before maybe you have kids, you're like, get that child under control. <laughs> After you have your kids, you're like... Uh, I, 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 got you. I got you. I got you. You know, you just God. get it. So you have this unspoken bond with other moms. You moms you're just like, oh, we're in the trenches like together. <laughs> you guys do like a head nod. Like, like I see you, girl. Like, I I'm like, <laughs> like here's a tough ice <laughs> You know, you really do. It, it actually is a very bonding thing if you can find moms yeah. who, who have kids the same age yeah. as you and you're doing it together. Yeah. It looks like there's a lot of fears of like, partner like relationship changes and stuff like that around being a parent so we're getting a lot of comments like I'm afraid my husband won't see uh, me the same way after kids in a negative way or like you know we just got a comment here um you know been married almost three years and the time comes I'm nervous how much um my husband and I's relationship will uh, and free time will change um and so it's it's almost like I mean some of it's judgment like partner and partner yeah you know um but some of it is genuinely just like that dynamic right but I mean even just speaking to that in my very limited time of being (laughs) pregnant for a little bit like I would say that what was cool is like again with growing a family and growing um a relationship like embarking on any new adventure I know is really cool yeah and I mean you know, even with trying, I'm sure yep. that's like brings you closer together. Yep. And it's yep. just like you're always trying new 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. (laughs) For the married people. Um, And yeah, you know, the interesting thing is whether you have children or not, your body changes. I mean, my body has changed so much throughout marriage. You know, my weight has fluctuated. Some of you probably have seen it on on Truth Be Told. You know, sometimes I'm a little thick. Sometimes, you know, I'm, you know, and it's in between. And the thing I think at the end of the day is... Men love women that are confident. Yes. And I think and when you... Exactly. Well, well, in all sorts of things. Yeah, in all sorts ten, of ways. And the <laughs> Yeah, and, like, the thing is, it's, like, it's okay. Like, if you, when you are confident and you love yourself and you're confident in your skin, I guarantee your husband 99.9% of the time is clueless and he does not even notice it. Oh, that's true. And he will just mm-hmm. love you as is. So yeah. I would just encourage you, before you even think about getting married, you know, even before you think about having children is really um, loving yourself and loving your body no matter what because I've heard so many beautiful women and I love the way they say it you know when they get a little stretch marks or a little extra you know on them they just say these are these are like my 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 battle scars like these are my baby scars like I'm proud and I'm wearing these because this shows that I actually like brought life into this world and you know what that is like such a huge cool beautiful thing that we as women get to experience like we actually get to bring life into the world and like what a gift and what I don't know like an honor it is you know at the end of the day all it's amazing things aside you know it It really is is. one thing someone told me is they're like you know what makes or breaks like the process of having um children is the partner you choose to have them with um, mm-hmm. a couple of my friends, they have babies, but they're, they're not still with the, the person that they had the baby with. And they're like, you know, I would look at having kids completely different if mm-hmm. I had a good, healthy foundation yeah. in my relationship. And one thing someone told me is they're like, you know what, like, it's okay to not want to rush the process because you don't feel like you have to add to your relationship. And I know some people decide to have kids when they feel like they need to fix their relationship yes. don't do it I don't know what you're thinking because I'm like that's so much more on yeah. your plate and so um but that was the one thing is they're like you know like you have a healthy relationship it changes everything especially like when you do have your baby you know your relationship is strong in that no matter what change your body goes through yeah they're like they're with you for the long haul and they're not with you because you're in your 20s or whatever and it, everything's perfect because dads get dad bodies, too. Yeah, come on. Let's just dad be real. Bodies. I yeah, mean, most of on. the time, guys, aren't, their bodies aren't going to stay the same when you get married anyway. And But, you know, I will say your sex life changes. Like, That's it just real. does. Like, That's it's real. real. If you think you're going to have as much sex, maybe, as you did before you had babies, and then when you're having newborns and you're, like, got toddlers all over you, you like, you have a different outlook on sex sometimes. And, yes, That's it's so still real. enjoyable. But sometimes it's work. And sometimes, like, I'm like, real. oh, I'm having sex right now because I'm being a good wife. Yeah. Not because I want to, but because I want to be a good wife. Yeah. And that's just real because at the end of the day, you are tired. You are kind of like, I mean, and here's the thing. I used to always think whenever I went to bed, like just exhausted, I was kind of like, oh, I'm so tired. But actually, like, I really feel like over the last few months, I've just been getting this new outlook on going to bed exhausted. And I actually am, like, so thankful. Because mm. I'm like, oh, I'm going to bed exhausted because I gave all of who I am today. Wow, that's beautiful. Like, I poured that's myself awesome. out to my family. That's I beautiful. was, like, the best mom I could be, the best wife, the best.
best employee, whatever it is, you know. And so I actually have this contentment now in going to bed exhausted, and wow. sometimes uh, which when I you're love. Kind of lucid, that's like the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just being honest, like and it takes, in and out. It does take time to heal as well. So you're not going to be having sex for a good six weeks, I'd say, after you have a baby. Just FYI, men. Um, but and it's and from what I hear. It's kind of scary a little bit for a woman to have sex for the first time after they've had a baby. That makes sense. So I will say to the that husbands who are watching, be patient. Like, be patient yes. with that. And, like, yes. it's it's legit. Like, they had a watermelon come out of the, yes. you know, for JJ. Pretty so much. Just give them, give them grace. <laughs> give them grace. She's praying over there. But, <laughs> but your sex life does okay. return. <laughs> It's uh, not that way forever, but there is a season where it will. So It'll men, change. be patient. Women, be patient. Um, and we're just going to wrap up, you guys. Um, Leilani, who's been watching, she said, just as relationships change before marriage to newlyweds, um, the way you spend time together will change. It's not a bad thing. It's just different, and that'll just be fine. And she also was giving a shout-out to her daughter and saying, well, you have lots of childcare options. So um, <laughs> have that baby. I think that's what she's telling you. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining in today on this episode. I know we've been really real, and we're going to continue on the realness the rest of season two. So be sure to tune in. Join our Truth Tellers Facebook community. Um, I love seeing how many dudes we have on here today. So dudes, we love you. Please join as well. Um, that is Truth Tellers, Truth Be Told, Facebook. Facebook community and be sure to subscribe on YouTube by hitting that red subscribe button to be notified about upcoming episodes. And we love you guys and we'll see you next time. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye. <laughs>